0: Well, it really is a great day, and I love what Jesse talked about, and I'm so excited to be about the kingdom of God, right? Not just one church and and our own four walls and, and building our little empire. I love being a part of the bigger, the greater church, the greater advancement of the kingdom of God, and I believe that His kingdom is moving and is advancing like never before. Friends Day is pretty fun. I love Friends Day. It, it combines a lot of my favorite things in life. We get to eat. We get to play. We get to sing. We get to worship God. Uh, we get to be outside. I love being outside. God, I love being outside. Even in the rain. God. <laughs> and I did. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it for a couple of songs. I, I was ready to come inside. But um, it was kind of a neat experience to be out there and in, in the midst. Uh, and and singing to God but this is pretty special I hope you guys understand that don't miss out on the uniqueness of the day the the joy of the day that this really is a special moment and and over the past month if you've been here at Lifespring we've been talking about the post-it notes from God right these little messages from God and and over the last three four weeks we've been talking about these messages of God's love right that every day God sends us these little messages of His love to us. And they're, they're little messages that remind us. Hey, you, brother, sister, you, you need to know that I love you. God would tell you, I love you. And we, we saw that um, a couple of weeks ago, we saw that His love is shown to us in the Bible. If you've uh, had a Bible, if you don't have a Bible, by the way, we'd love to get you a Bible. Um, I believe the Word of God is uh, the, truly the manual for life. It's the only way I know how to live this life. But God shows us this love. He says, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm actually going to give you my word, my holy word to instruct you, to teach you. And then he says, I love you so much. I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit. Did you know that the Father God sent us his Holy Spirit? Do you remember Jesus? He said, I got to go, right? I got to leave. And when I leave, I'm going to ask my Father what? I'm going to ask my Father to send you the Holy Spirit. And and having the Holy Spirit, talk about the love of God on display. Because the Holy Spirit, who is He? He is our comforter. He is our helper. If we give Him permission, if we actually yield to Him, He will lead us. Isn't that amazing to know that God, the God of the universe, has actually sent His Spirit to help lead us in life? Amazing love. And then today, and I want to say this, and hopefully it's a simple message, but I believe it's also a profound message, we're going to discover today that because God loves us out of God's great love for us, listen to this, Jesus is coming back. Because God loves us so much, God the Son is coming back. And you can turn me down a little bit, if you don't mind, so I can talk a little louder. See, as Christians, one of our main beliefs about God is that Jesus is coming back. I I don't know if you knew that, but it's just part of the gig. As Jesse was talking about, LifeSpring, we are a four-square denomination. Four-square, he already said it, but it's Jesus is the, anyone know? Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the baptizer with the... Holy Spirit, Jesus is the healer, and Jesus is the, you are a fourth square, you must have the tattoo, Jesus is the soon and coming king, the soon and coming king, we believe, life's spring, that he's coming back, now if you remember Jesus, like over, a little over 2,000 years ago, he was born to a virgin, what was the vir- who was the virgin, what was her name, Mary, and he was born in the little town of? And then, what do we do now? We celebrate it and we call it Christmas. Anybody else like Christmas besides me? I love Christmas. You know why I love Christmas? Because the angel told the shepherds, I bring you good news. Do you remember this? He says, I bring you good news of great joy for who? For all the people. Doesn't that just get you going every Christmas to know that that angel said, Danny boy, I bring you good news of great joy for you. Unto you a baby is born and his name is Jesus. Don't you just love Christmas? But then that baby boy, he grew up, didn't he? He grew up and we believe that he lived a perfect life, a sinless life. In fact, Jesus, as he grew up, he knew no sin. But then listen to this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21, we're told that God made Christ, who never sinned, who knew no sin, that God made him to be an offering for our sin. Why? This is what the Bible says. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. Now that's a powerful demonstration of the love of God. See, humanity's sin, it had separated all of us, every one of us, from a holy God. Because of our sin, we could not be in the presence of a perfectly holy, perfectly righteous, and perfectly just God. But out of God's perfect love for us, He sends Jesus to be born in a manger. He sends Jesus not only to live, but also to die. He sent Jesus to pay the penalty for our sin, to pay the price for our sin. There was a price to be paid for our sin, and yet the payment for our sins, listen, the payment for our sins is paid on the cross on which Jesus died. And anyone... Anyone who accepts that payment for our sins, that person is forgiven of your sins. I mean all of your sins. And you are brought back into right relationship with the Creator, Father God. It's amazing. It's an amazing truth that Jesus was born in a manger. He lived a perfect life, but then He died. He died on a cross and He died for your sins. But that's not the end of the story The Bible tells us three days later, what happened? Three days later, Jesus, he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. What's the holiday where we celebrate Jesus raising from the dead? It is called Easter. Easter is so much more about the resurrection than it is about neon colored eggs. Easter is the celebration of Jesus raising from the grave. They went to the tomb, they looked for Jesus, and what did they say? They go, he's not here. Often we'll call Easter Resurrection Sunday. And because of Resurrection Sunday, every one of us in this room, we can now celebrate that Jesus conquered death and sin and Jesus is actually alive forever and ever and ever and ever. These are just the main tenets of the Christian life, the Christian faith. We believe Jesus, He was born to a virgin. Jesus lived a perfect life, died on the cross, but then three days later, He rose from the grave. But that's not the end of the story. After he raises from the dead, guess what? The Bible tells us he doesn't leave right away. He actually stays on earth for a while. Did you know that? In fact, the Bible says he stayed for around 40 days. He appeared to over 500 people. So the resurrected Christ, the one who was killed but was raised three days later, now is seen by over 500 people. Two men on the road to Emmaus see Jesus. He meets with Peter. He appears in the upper room. He appears by the sea. He appears on the mountain. And then in the book of Acts, you read this great account of what happens next. We call it the ascension. Do you know what it means for Jesus to ascend? It means he went to where? He went to, he went to heaven. He ascended to heaven. Listen to how the book of Acts talks about it. This is amazing. Verse 3 of chapter 1, it says, After Jesus' suffering, after his death he, and his resurrection, he presented himself to them. And he gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and he spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. If Jesus gives you a command, we probably should listen. What does Jesus say? He says, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him, and they asked him, Oh Lord, is it at this time that you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? But yet he says to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. Verse 9, after he had said this, he was taken, here's the ascension part, after he says all this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight now listen to this there's some good news this morning verse 10 they were looking intently up into the sky as he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside the men and this is what they said men of galilee why do you stand here looking into the sky this same jesus who had been taken from you into heaven he will come back in the same way you had seen him go into heaven So this Jesus who comes to earth, who's born in a manger, who lives a perfect life, dies for our sins, raises from the grave, now ascends into heaven. But we are told by these angels that guess what? Jesus is coming back again. With all the things that you might think you know about Christianity, did you know that? Did you know that Jesus is coming back? In, in, in one of Paul's letters in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, he mentions this great return of Jesus. Listen to how Paul describes it. He says, dear brothers and sisters, any of you who profess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, brothers and sisters, listen up. We want you to know what will happen to the believers who have died so that you will not grieve like people who have no hope. First, the believers who have died will rise from their graves. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on this earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then, listen to this. This is good news. Then we will be with the Lord forever. Say forever. Forever. We will be with the Lord forever. And then he finishes with verse 18. He says, so encourage each other with these words life spring wake up encourage each other with these words what words that jesus is coming back and jesus with jesus we will be caught up in the air and we will be with the lord forever this is an encouragement like this is a good thing like being here in this house taking up a seat this morning like oh wow you mean jesus is actually coming back yeah i'm not even making this up it's just what the word of god says he's coming back he's taking up into a cloud and you will be with him forever and it says, encourage one another. Encourage one another. This is good news. Christian, I, I sometimes I just always say, Christian, lift up your head. Be encouraged. He's coming back for you. Listen to how Jesus talks about his return. Jesus uses some different words. I like the words Jesus uses he says in the book of matthew he says but about that day or hour no one knows not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the father as it was in the days of noah so it will be at the coming of the son of man for in the days before the flood remember the flood with noah remember that he says before the flood guess what people were doing people were eating and drinking they were marrying and they were giving in marriage up to the day that noah entered the ark just think about that and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and it took them all away. This is how it's going to be with the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill, One will be taken, the other left. So he says in verse 42, he says, therefore keep watch. Because you do not know what day the Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you, listen, this is for every one of us in this room. So you be ready. Say be ready. Ready. You got to be ready. He says, because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. All right. So there's some pretty serious instructions there. He says, be ready, be prepared, do not be caught off guard. He says, I'm coming back and you need to be ready. And another one of the Apostle Paul's letters, a letter to the Christians in Corinth, he goes a little further into detail of what's actually going to happen to us when Jesus returns. Listen to how Paul describes what will happen to us. And he says at the beginning in verse 51, he says, but let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. When I read that in the Bible, it's like, you're going to reveal to me a secret? Anybody else want to read the secret? Anybody else love the gossip of the kingdom of God? Like, let me into this. Tell me what's going to happen. Listen to this. He says, come in close. Listen, I got a secret for you. He says, we will not all die, but we will all be transformed. Say transformed. Transform. Do you believe? This is part of the Christian life. We don't talk about this stuff, but he says, we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment. He says, it will happen in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For the trumpet sounds, when it happens, those who have died will be raised to live forever, and we who are living will also be transformed. There it is again. We will be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be, say it with me, Transformed, say it with me, transformed into immortal bodies. It's interesting. When I, I hang out with a lot of Christians, but when I hear Christians talk about their faith, verses like I read, passages like I read, even just the return of Jesus in general, it just doesn't seem to be a part of the conversation. It's it's not talked about. It blows my mind. Here we have this wonderful, amazing truth. But we keep it to ourselves, almost like maybe we're embarrassed to share with the world the fact that Jesus is actually the soon and coming king. And so we don't share it with the world. But this morning, I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm really happy to be here. And I'm really happy to share. And I hope everyone this morning can hear me well. Jesus is coming back. And for those of us who believe in him, those who are his followers, it is a glorious truth. We who believe in Jesus, we will be raised to life forever, transformed, where our dying bodies will be transformed into bodies that will never die, and we will dwell with the Lord forever. This is good news. I mean, I, I can't stop smiling. I mean, this is good news. I will be with the Lord forever. Forever. Because he's coming back. But I think sometimes in this world, I mean, think about it. You turn on the news channel. You hop on Facebook. And this isn't the message you hear. I mean, right? This, this is a foreign me- This is not a message that is being heard in this world. In fact, the message we hear often in this world is what? That there is no God. And if there happened to be a God, he's a God who is distant, indifferent, aloof far off right definitely not involved in or caring about the affairs of man that's a very popular view of god today and so we just eat drink and be merry as we believe and shout out there is no god but in our brief time together this morning i just want to remind us simply by god's word and by his holy spirit it just isn't true it just isn't true god loves the world and he loves you The God of heaven and earth. The God who created every living thing. The God who created you. He loves you. He loves you so much. Regardless of what they tell you on social media. Regardless of what your science 101 class tells you in college. I'm here to tell you God loves you. God loves you so much. God actually sent a sacrifice for your sin. He sent the solution for the problem of your sin. See, where sin had separated you from God's presence... Jesus, God, had a remedy. He had the solution. He had the answer. Where there seemed to be no way, Jesus made a way. He brought us back into right relationship with Father God. And one day, a day that we do not know yet, one day, a day that we eagerly await, at least a day I eagerly await, one day, because of his great love for you and for me, he's going to come back. And everyone who accepts his sacrifice will live with him forever. This is just the basic beliefs of Christianity. And I don't know about you, but I long for his return. The older I get, the more I'm just like, come on, Jesus. (laughs) Come on, I'm ready. You know, this is the heart cry of every Christian for the last 2,000 years. When you read the Bible, what's the last book in the the Bible? There's something beautiful that happens at the end of the book. This is when all is said and done. Jesus gives us this line at the end of the Bible. He says, yes, I am coming soon. What a declaration, right? So when you've read through it all and it takes you a while, right, to read it, and you're at the end, Jesus in red letters, he says, yes and he calls you by name, he says, yes, Danny boy, I am coming soon, and then do you know what the author says, John, right after that, John says, all right, he says, amen, amen, he says, so be it, let it be, he says, come, Lord Jesus, so he's coming back, he's coming back, now as I close, maybe you've Watch the history channel maybe you've picked up a magazine by the checkout line lately and you've probably watched or read something about the end times right the end times Wow, do we love talking about the end times. The end times, they keep the bookshelves full. They keep the bloggers busy. In fact, all those think of all the various judgments and tribulation and millennial reign of Christ. These are the beautiful, fun things that keep theologians employed. In fact, in our denomination alone, there are disagreements on when and where and how all these events are going to be played out. But I'm here to tell you as theologians debate and prophets predict, the message is so simple for everyone who's sitting here this morning. Out of God's love for you, Jesus is coming back for His people, for His church. And when He comes back, then you will be with the Lord forever. Amen. Let it be. It is finished. This is good news. This is really, really, really good news. But if you have not put your faith in Jesus's death. If you have not believed in the sacrifice for your sins, then listen up. I want you to know before a perfect and holy God, you are guilty in your sin. Your sin separates you from God. Your spiritual condition is such that you will not be able to spend eternity in the presence of God. But if you put your faith and your trust in Jesus's death and resurrection, The Bible tells us you will be given a gift. And it is a gift to be opened with great joy. It is the gift of eternal life with your Father God. All because of Jesus. And if you're ready to believe this morning, if you're ready to believe in Jesus and believe in His sacrifice and be given eternal life in Him, I want you to know God does not make it complicated. In fact, God makes it extremely simple. Listen to how Paul talks about it in Romans chapter 10. He says this in verse 9, he says, and I hope some of us are, are really paying attention to these words, he says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it's by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Verse 12 says, Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. Everyone's the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives, listen to this, who gives generously to all who call on Him. And here's the kicker. Listen, for everyone, say everyone. There's some good news this morning. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care what you did this morning. I don't care about your past right now in this room. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You will be given the gift to be torn open, which is the gift of eternal life with God, where you will be caught up in the clouds and dwell with Him forever. Every person who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so if you have never called on jesus to save you from your sins to restore you back into a relationship with god you can do that today you can do that today because he is coming back we didn't make that up it's not just a fanciful idea it is the reality of this world that jesus is the soon and coming king he will appear again and it is my passion and more importantly god's passion that every one of us in this room will be caught up in the clouds to meet with him in the air and live with him forever. If you reject, if you reject the sacrifice of Jesus, you will not spend eternity with him. Your sin will keep, him, keep you separated from his presence forever. Again, I'm, we're not making this up. It's just the reality of anyone who rejects this gift of life. But it doesn't have to be that way. Today, today, there is a gift to be opened Today, you can put your faith in Jesus and receive the gift of eternal life that God so freely wants to give you right now in this moment. And so if there's anyone here this morning who is unsure of where you stand before the Lord, if there's anyone here who wants to accept this gift of eternal life, to declare with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus will and can save you from your sins, If that's you, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to do something. And I hope that we could all respect this moment. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to stand. To stand up and let everyone know that you are choosing to receive God's gift of eternal life that is found in the life and death of Jesus. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray with you so that you could believe here today in front of all these witnesses, in front of all these good people. These are some good people. These are some of the finest people I know. But you could leave here in front of all these people, know and not question what might happen to you if Jesus returns. Where you wouldn't have to question or worry about what happens to you if you die. But instead, if you put your faith in Jesus today, if you believe in his sacrifice today, because of Jesus today, you can have the confidence that you will be with god forever and so if you just want to make that a reality today where you no longer have to wonder what happens when you die or what happens when jesus returns if you would just stand in this moment and i want to pray for you if you want to receive christ as your lord and savior to forgive you of your sins to wash you clean it doesn't even matter what you've done. I, I have a lot of people to tell me, but Pastor Dan, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've been a part of. Well, guess what? You also don't know what I've done. And you don't know what I've been a part of. And yet Christ, by His blood, by His sacrifice, has washed all my sins away. And I will dwell with Him forever. So as we respect this moment, if that's you, would you stand? Amen. Yeah. Anyone else? Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 We're going to have to get to know each other's hobbies because we're going to be spending a long time together. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is a good moment. A holy moment. Amen. Anybody else? I'm so proud of you guys, by the way. So Amen. 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 Well, I want to pray with you and just believe in your heart as I, as I say these things. In fact, why don't you just repeat after me and we'll just ask the Lord to be here? Lord Jesus, and would everyone say this with me? Lord Jesus, we invite you to come to be our Lord and our Savior, to forgive us of all our sins. And we believe as we call upon you, Lord we will be saved. And at your return, or at our death, we will be with you, shout it out, forever. (laughs) And we thank you, God, for this free gift of eternal life. In this moment, we tear this gift open. (laughs) In the mighty name of Jesus, Shout it out. Amen. 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 Would you guys stand? Would everybody stand? Would you stand with me? Can we just celebrate? Come on, we got to celebrate. The Bible says the angels are celebrating when the kingdom is advanced. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Oh, how good is that? You know, uh, Friends Day really is a fun time. We're going to feed you well. We're going to have lots of games. The weather's holding out, so uh, your kids are going to have a fun time as well. But I just encourage you as you leave this place, if you need a Bible, please take a Bible. If If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you want me to pray with you, Please email us, contact me, call me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to pray with you. Uh, We we just love, 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 love seeing people forgiven of their sins and given eternal life. There's nothing better than seeing the kingdom of God get a little bigger. The family's a little bigger. There's some rooms that are made in heaven. There's more rooms being built. And I just love today and days like today. So just be encouraged. And uh, I'm just gonna pray for all of us and then you're dismissed to go have fun. The food is ready, by the way. So after I pray for you, go ahead and go outside and have some food lord jesus i just thank you so much for this moment i thank you that you are coming back And, and sometimes it's i don't know why lord we just don't talk about you coming back but it's the reality of who you are god that you love us so much that you didn't just leave us here as like an experiment or just a bunch of ants on an anthill. That God, you actually love us. The Bible says that you actually know us by name. You know the number of days and you also know the number of hairs on our head. That God, you know us intimately. And for every one of us, Lord, regardless if we've been Christians for 40 years or for four minutes, for every one of us, God, would you just begin to stir up a passion within us that we would eagerly await your return and that we would begin to just be people of joy, people of love, And people of life, that the things we say and the things we do would just create just an atmosphere of joy. That we would be reminded that God, you are not dead. You are alive, and you are alive forever. In fact, Jesus, when you rose from the dead, you conquered sin and death, and you are alive forevermore. And whoever believes in you is alive forevermore. So God, there's some good news in the house this morning. Thank you for the encouragement that comes from your word and by your Spirit. And we're gonna have a blast today. I cannot wait, God. Thank you so much for keeping the thunder and lightning away for at least a couple of hours so that we can have some fun. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Have a good one.